Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Bro Brokers. I am Josh and with me as always is... Daniel. <laughs> we're getting better at our intros as we go along. <laughs> episode 19, we're one away from 20. Fantastic. Full episodes, yeah. That's us, committed as always. Still here, still going. We've still. actually done research for today's episode, always exciting. Research is a fine thing when you do it properly now. <laughs> what, what I've got is uh, definitely some pointers. I think we concluded on this last week, Josh, that we will be talking about... Narcissists and Narcissists. how to spot them slash deal with them and everything about them. We should precursor by saying, I, I did a psychology A-level, but I think I barely passed it. I think I got a C. And that was like six years ago. I can't okay. really remember anything. We're not qualified to be speaking about this. With me, I'm going to be pulling from my own experience. And I've done a, I've done a fair bit of research, I would say, from those who are said qualified. Um, but also, when you think about it, psychology does everything in life. Like, you can use it with anything. And at the end of the day, if you can read people, then, you know... It, this, there is a psychology of sales at the end of the day, isn't there? So yeah, of course. Actually, yeah, that's a good when, way to tie when it, it comes back to, real to estate, yeah, yeah, back to real estate. You can definitely safely say that the psychology is greatly important. Yeah. Because we've passed this already, but people say no when they mean yes. People are you say yes when the, they mean no. Uh, are you going to mention the J person today? It's been a while since you brought him up. Who's J? Josh Vegan. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> psychology of uh, sales and stuff I thought that's where this was headed no I didn't research using him actually no, no it'd be too hard to find man he yeah. talks about discipline yeah. discipline <laughs> well speaking of discipline Dan don't even bother how's the book going? shut the book up <laughs> let's move on any updates in the past week so why don't you tell us about well come on how has your week been oh my week's been uh, it's been stressful mate I've got my uh, smartwatch on and it's had nothing but orange for my stress levels <laughs> I'm thinking why is that but I know why it is my blood level is high because I'm not eating properly this whole week and the end of last week just not eating properly mate I've okay. just been stressed as fuck what do you think it is that's uh, the main cause of your stress it's just right? these deals man they're just not getting through it's stressful business I'll tell you that and I'd love to say that the potential in this market is amazing. And even if I was to make £30,000 next month... You'd still be stressed out, See right? when, See before you get that money, you're like, is it fucking worth it? Is it fucking <laughs> worth it? Touch wood, it'll happen. Inshallah, inshallah. And you see all this, and then it's like, right, okay. When is it in my account? Come yeah. on. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting there. Things are going... There's progress, inshallah, it will all be done next month. <laughs> so a couple of deals on the horizon, yeah. a couple of big deals on the horizon. Yeah, right? it's just another month not hitting those targets and it's painful, man, when <laughs> you know you should have smashed it. Especially because you were so close to seniority as well, right? Yeah, and now it's just like, my streak is just not... Next month, inshallah, <laughs> I will close <laughs> fucking three big deals. There you go. And... It's like, right, okay, you almost hit senior, and then, right, you didn't hit your targets that month. Daniel, you didn't hit your targets this month. Next month, 
Oh, you just hit the whole year. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and like, oh, but we're not going to make you senior. He's mad, isn't You're it? just not consistent enough. And which is fair enough. Whatever, man. But that's how my week's been. That's it's... part of the game. But does, so do you find that, just breaking this down, that um, possibility of seniority and the company you work for, you have to hit your target three months consecutively to become that, a that's senior one of the, that's one of the boxes to tick yeah for sure and although it would be nice to be senior I honestly don't care I just want to make a lot of money yeah so one of the benefits of seniority is an extra 5% in commission yeah and that doesn't mean much to me and the title doesn't mean much I want to do my job good at the end of the day I want to be the best and seniority will be a sort of it will just be it will just happen fucking, by you doing a job yeah, right. but yeah. my question is do you find it a motivating factor or do you find it demoralising when you come so close to it and then you know through no, no you're no right. to be honest to me it just says it's not your time okay okay now, see, anyone can get seniority yeah. out of dumb luck and whatever yeah, else yeah yeah absolutely from, from what I've experienced this is the most consistent I've been making money since the past for the past six months yeah this has been very good um, even if I haven't hit targets in some months and I've not got that seniority Shit, we are hitting, like, I'm making money. It's not like yeah. last year where I was, I was, you know, eating kidney beans out of the tin <laughs> and, you know, shit in my pants when rent was coming out. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's stressful in a, in a much different way. Like, the deals, when they're bigger, are there's just, the, the obstacles are bigger. Yeah. And thankfully, I have been able to talk to someone with experience who can help me out in certain situations because although you think you know it all sometimes you don't know everything until you've been through everything um, and learned from it and I've done nothing but learn this past few weeks because these deals aren't closing and I need to push it to like levels beyond that I've ever experienced to close those deals yes I'm learning a lot but the learning is fucking stressful and is that learning from the people around you or the potential you it's, know the new head of people or is it literally just from you going through this on your own and you're learning i'm i'm learning your own experience as you said through the processes of others for example these clients are coming up with obstacles that i've never seen before right and you need to learn you need to still look competent you need to look everything and be able to give them uh, positivity you need to be able to give them assurance and confidence yeah okay. they need that because if they don't have confidence in the deal they won't fucking do the deal it's as simple as that so yeah, yeah. you need to be one step of the, ahead of the game like what else could they say what else could they do I've learned a lot about tax I've learned a lot about uh, managers checks and actually doing a sale I've learned a lot about um uh, consequences of, of non-payment and how to make uh, addendums that are useless in DLD to to look uh, to be worded correctly okay. um, because now I'm in situations where a third party lawyer is involved and Got we're you. talking with them I'm like right I need to do this but every time I go into the next meeting I need to be prepared for the the what I would say is the the atmosphere that I want in this. Like, my goal is not just to have them understand. 
my goal is also to have them feel comfortable by the end of this conversation. Okay. And when you've okay. got all that going on in like two sides, uh, being the mediator, that's what you are. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, an agent's job. It's yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Sort of, and it's, it's, it's when you're in the middle, right, and you're taking the bullshit from both sides <laughs> and you soften it up and make it clear on both sides and you realise these guys are actually pretty content <laughs> but you're fucking sweating in the middle <laughs> like shitting your pants 24 7 it's crazy and that's when you feel like your fee is justified as well right because you are working but they don't deals, feel like right? that because it's portrayed in a comfortable manner to them yeah because you're giving like, off a, a sorting all the bullshit yeah. nothing to worry about guys <laughs> there's your answers and then they're like okay but I have all these questions and they're like oh my god here we go <laughs> Anyway, my week's been a bit hectic, mm. so as last week, it's been stressful. Just a lot weighing on my shoulders to get things across the line, but yeah. there's always a solution. And when there's always a solution, fucking hell, that's a lot of time. Because <laughs> you just go from A to B to C to D. But what an absolute learning curve for you there, right? Yeah. It's experience. It's, I know I'll be so much more confident the next time. And that only comes with experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's, it's the same in any job. Yeah, I've learned. I've I've learned a lot this week. I'll be confident next time, but it's it's taking its toll on. No, good man. The stress levels. Good man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How's uh, your week been? Yeah, my week in comparison has been pretty chilled actually. So I'm getting a transition period for the third time since we've been doing this podcast. I think it has um, been. Yeah. I think it's I don't the know. Third Did you say 19 episodes? <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's terrible. Uh, isn't 19 it? episodes, this is Josh's third transition. What's 19 divided by three? Uh, six and a third. So that makes it look like every six weeks I'm changing jobs. That is not the case. There's been wow. quite a few breaks in between. Um, so, yeah, I won't tell you what I'm moving on to until I start next week. So, we'll save that then. But I've been in this weird sort of transition period um, dealing with narcissistic people which is what we're going to come to in a bit narcissism this is the thing though after today's episode you can be confident with calling someone a narcissist because we're going to tell you what a fucking narcissist oh, yeah. is should oh, i start yeah. with telling you what a narcissist is before you get into your examples well let's run through the news quickly and then let's jump into that right news so um and the most important thing this week, I think, that's been announced and was only announced like an hour ago is the Palm Jebel Ali is going ahead. Uh, it's been confirmed to be twice the size of the Palm Jumeirah. Um, it's a little bit further south down the coast. I think it started maybe quite a while ago, maybe even 10 years ago. And I think the contractor ran out of money. It's now got government funding. The Sheikh Mohammed has, uh, has confirmed this. So really exciting project. Yeah, I think it's been unofficially announced for quite a while, but... It's now out, it's in the news, that is going to be um, the next big development that, in Dubai. That is a good thing to a certain extent. I think obviously the plots, they'll be so cheap at first. In fact, they won't be. I think it's going to because be Because everyone, everyone who's bought them in the past, before the crash, in 2008, they've been felt so much sting off of um, arbitration yep. and law and trying to get their money back through force majeure and other things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, it's an insane amount of claims that have been going on since there. And if someone still hasn't sorted that out and they're trying to resell, um, sorry, they paid, you know, millions yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. lawyer's fees trying to do something about it, fucking hell. 
And you're talking about someone who's built a plot, they've got a contractor, they've done all this work, and then boom, like they have. When I say work, I mean design and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it's interesting. I think the most interesting point of that though is that's going to shift the entire sort of geography of Dubai because at the minute downtown is the hottest place Marie, marina is really as low as you will ever go in dubai right? that as is now down the south. center that's exactly jebel what ali. I mean, and it's probably a good time to buy within these like alpha jan jebel ali village, jebel ali village. well um, a hot tip don't worry i use the end of the pen right. uh, a hot tip is emar released a development last year emar south which is sort of down towards uh Garhud Air or Al Maktoum International Airport, right? So really way far down south. And it's been quite slow. I think there's still quite a fair bit of stock there and everything. It didn't really sell because it's in the outskirts of Dubai. And right, but no, that'll be... This is going to totally flip it, I reckon, man. Oh. I think this is going to totally, totally flip it. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, really interesting. Um, in other news, I think the rest of it has all just been sort of... Um, Gibberish, really. Um, all right, so kiss. <laughs> no, I've edited that out. All right, narcissism. Right, you want to jump into that? Then let's go. Should I talk first about what a narcissist is? Yeah, go for it. So, you've done the research. I'm just going to be talking from my experience and from what I've researched over the past year, having dealt with two narcissists. So, you fire away, and I'll sort of come in with. Uh, okay. Any okay. sort of information I've got. So, so. I'll, I'll start off with how how does a narcissist operate? So did from, you not want to start with how to spot a narcissist? Well, that, that, this is how they operate, and you, you'll spot it through okay. how they run, right? You got a bottle of that? There. Oh yeah. Okay. So I would like to point out my bottle opener is always on the fridge, and you know that you could have got up and gone and got it yourself, but instead I you asked me to go and get time. it for you. No, I said. I said, have you got a bottle opener? You know because what? I saw you just open a beer. Yeah, like, no, I, you were demanding I open the beer for you. That's not true. That's so true. That's not true. That is exactly what just happened. That's not. That's exactly I what swear just to happened. God. It's fine. Cross my heart. There's your God. beer. Go on. Fuck you. <laughs> for not opening my beer. Um, <laughs> so, how a narcissist operates, right? Go So, you need to think of a narcissist as like an AI program, right? Okay. Now, these people are not as emotionally intelligent as those who are not narcissists. Yeah, okay. But they can... They, they can, can learn. They can they learn. They can portray it. They can learn. Now, these people seek to generate emotions and reactions in other people. And counteracting that, if you give them an emotional and response and something that re you react to what they say they thrive then they they live off it yeah they live off of emotion reactions and fear to be honest now that turns into a cycle because anything you tell these people they use it as ammunition in the future so yeah they they take action from reaction this is their power yeah yeah now when you tell a narcissist personal stuff about yourself, you're opening up to them yep. and you tell them all this, they will use it to their power. Absolutely. Because, because Absolutely. to you, to them, 
you're not a person. Yep. You're something that they can use to their advantage. Exactly. And yep. the more you open up, the more ammunition they have on you, the more they can manipulate you to do things that they want you to absolutely. do. Absolutely. And you find they never forget as well. They will hold on to every little thing that you say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They lack empathy. Yep. They take things personally. Yep. And they get rattled very easily. Yep. They get hyped up. They're like, why the fuck do you do this? Yeah. And they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be like testing you. Yeah. Why, I'm yeah. so angry at you because you did this and that and that and you told me you were going there and you didn't do that. What's going on? Yeah. I'm shouting at you. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're paranoid you, is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Pa- paranoia, you could say, yeah. Um, so there's a, I've looked into sort of how they work. They operate of reaction, yep. emotion, uh, ammunition of, 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 you know, understanding you. They will want to figure you out. Yeah. That's their main goal. They want to figure you out so they can use you for themselves. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Now, there's a few things that after after I figured that out myself and used it to my advantage. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's quite ironic <laughs> that the two people doing a podcast that are so fond of their own voice, they're doing a podcast and now talking about narcissism. Right. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that there's, there's a few ways you can tackle it. You can fight fire with fire. Or you can understand them, put them in line, whatever. So ways of dealing with them. Um, number one, you state their name in conversations. You need to make sure that they know you're not afraid of them. And stating their name and looking them in the eyes can portray this uh, comfortability about your position with them and your relationship with them. It's like, I'm not scared to sit, look at you in the eyes and talk to you yeah. and say your name, uh, even though you want me to be scared because you thrive off of fear. Yeah. Now, th- when you have a debate with them or you're talking and they change the subjects to yeah. other things because you, you haven't finished one point, you're still, you're, they're trying to test you, they're pushing your buttons, they're, they say one thing with no evidence and then they jump to the next thing with no evidence, they jump to the next thing. You need to be strong enough to say, no, let's go back to what you were talking about. You're changing the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Jump. So just on no. that really quickly is that a trait of a narcissist is that it's sort of matter of fact without any evidence. So the mm. reason they jump from one to the other is because they know their argument or their evidence is flimsy as a hell. Yeah. So they move from one to the other to try and manipulate or confuse you so that you move on and they feel like they've won. So yeah. yeah, yeah, well said. Um, so like I said, you've got more emotional intelligence, right? Um, or you should. So but bring it back to the point. And although it's very frustrating, you cannot give in to them trying to push your buttons. When they change topics, say, no, I want to talk about this because that's what we're talking about. So let's talk about it then. Yeah. Get yeah. to that point, keep cool, calm, collected. As soon as you show emotion, they're fucking loving it. Yeah. Because they know they're getting close, right? To your breaking point where you say things that you don't mean and they can use that against yeah. you. No, I like that. I like that. So, number, you know, well, number, I don't know what I'm on, but you're not a punch bag for them to just shout at you constantly because that's what they do. Yeah. They will keep shouting at you, trying to drive reactions, and you need to be able to put your foot down at the start and say, "You can't talk to me like that." Yeah. And yeah, that's a good point. You can't. Say, yeah. It's just yeah. not professional way of talking. Yeah. I'm saying this in a cool, calm manner. 
the way you're talking to me is actually very disrespectful. Yeah. And you don't need to justify anything else. You know why? Because they hate fucking silence. Yeah. Yeah. If you are silent, then they have nothing to react off of. Like, seriously, you can, you can say, no, I don't accept that. You're being very unprofessional. You're shouting at me. I don't like it. I, I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. Yeah. And that's it. Just let them say the next words. And if they keep shouting, just sit there in silence. Or Because there's nothing to feed off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got yeah. nothing. They'll just shout and then fucking quit your job. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so finding the truth. They obviously lie and manipulate. Yeah. And you may suspect that it's a lie because you're just getting that vibe. This guy's talking shit. You find out the truth. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Find it out because... The truth as soon is as the greatest weapon, yeah. The, because as soon as you got it, then you know. You call them out on their deception. Once you figure out the truth, once, once you know... If you know already, it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. You call them out and you write it down. Everything you say to them, talk to them about, write it down. Yeah. If you want to record the conversation, ask them. Yeah, yeah, is it exactly. okay if I record this conversation? I know that like, you don't usually do that in a normal conversation. But sometimes but you have to. If you yeah, have to, yeah, then exactly. do it. Yeah. And like, that could be protecting yourself as well. But yeah, go on. Yeah, that was actually a point. They said write it down, record yeah. it if you can. Um, so yeah, narcs need fear. I'm calling them narcs now. Yeah, Narcissists yeah, narc. need fear. <laughs> they feed their ego. Yeah. Now, because they've got an ego that's the size of you know, the biggest shit man has ever taken. They they thrive off it. Yeah. So you never feed that ego. Yeah. If he's not good at, or she, if he or she's not good at something, then don't tell them that they are just because they want you to. Just don't say it. Because the fact that you told them they're good at something, they will use you to back them up. Yeah. And they'll say, but you said... They'll remember. Yeah, yeah. But you course, said yeah. I was good at that. You told me to keep going. Yeah. You told me to continue. That's why I did it. And now this is all going to shit. It's your fault. But you did it. No, it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. You told me. So that's something. Just yeah, don't. Yeah, that's really interesting. Don't yeah. give them compliments in general. Yeah. Don't feed that ego. Um. Yeah. Don't use ultimatums. Yeah, that's huge. Because that's they will just use them against you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a there, massive one to be. There is, yeah, there is something that I was going to say. Something that popped into my head uh, feels them because the, the fact you said it against them. If you give them compliments, then you know. Ah, oh, I forgot. I had something good. Well, if you don't mind, while you're trying to think of it, I'm gonna just sort of go, not break it down, but I agree with all of your points. But it depends on what situation you're in, right? So I've sort of just I've just jotted down a few things as you go along. So you're talking about confronting a narcissist, but there are some situations that you're in where you can't do that. Then, For example, the past six months, my boss, my employer, has been a massive narcissist. So I've been looking at finding ways of placating a narcissist without confronting them. Yeah. And a thing that kept on coming up in my research was becoming a target of conflict. And what that is, is when you do confront a narcissist or when something does go wrong, is that you then become 
their obsession yeah. and they will go out of their way to attack you. So a few of the things that I read over the past six months, again, not recently, so I can't quote you on yeah. anything, but you said use their name and look them in the eyes. When you're placating a narcissist, that's one of the worst things that you could do. And this experiment took it back to literally primal or our primates or gorillas, whatever you want to fucking call them. And it's that if you look a gorilla or a monkey in the eye, it gets angry with you. If you look a narcissist in the eye, you're personalizing the conversation. You're making it a really personal conversation and using their name as well. If you keep on saying their name over and over again, you're personalizing the conversation. That's true, right? But if I was to argue and say, we're not fucking apes. Now, I'm not going to sit in front of a fucking ape and go, that's a narcissist fuck. Like, I'm going to look it in the eyes and say, you're a gorilla. No, like, no. But we are several human beings. Agreed. And at the end of the day, I should not be scared from by anyone. But the point with the eye contact thing in particular is that that's the human body language equivalent of silence. If you're looking a narcissist dead in the eye, you're giving them your full attention. They're feeding off of that. That's the equivalent of a lack of silence in the room, right? So all the research I read is if you don't look a narcissist in the eye when they're talking to you, they will very quickly lose interest and they'll move on to their next target. So again, I'm coming at it from a how to handle a narcissist rather than how to confront a narcissist. Well, one one of the points, the major points is distance from these people because the more they know about you and how you work and how you act, they'll use it against you or whatever. Yeah. And I've got some advice from a psychologist who says, sometimes you need to manipulate them and lie. If you want to say that you've got a kid, then tell them you've got a kid, even yeah. if you don't yeah. have one. Tell them you've got a really bad toothache that's been killing you and you, you need to consistently go to the dentist. That's why you don't answer your calls at certain times because you've got some guy with fucking clamps yeah, in your yeah, mouth. Yeah. Like, you, no, that's, a, that's you, brilliant, yeah. Apparently you are, that's a way of fighting fire with fire. Yeah. You are busy. Why can you never come out on a Friday night um, with the team and, and teamwork with us? Because like I, have, yeah. I have a lot of commitments that I need to do. I've got side hustles. I'm building a business yeah. in this, what's it called? Um, it's not released yet. Uh, we've been working on the name. We're mainly figuring out the business plan. It's, uh, we're going to involve a lot of partners. It's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you make shit up. And yeah, yeah. No, no, that's... Try, try and give them very little detail. Yeah, that's something that I came across with it as well, is, yeah, sometimes you have to lie about your personal life. But, again, that's really hard if you're in a relationship where this is your employer. Or, for, again, I don't have any experience with this, but being in a relationship with a narcissist, that then becomes really difficult, right? How yeah, because they, they, if they... If they're with you on everyday life, then they'll say they'll investigate it themselves yeah. if they suspect that you're lying. So, and then what's the comeback when slash if they do find out that you're lying? Because then you've riled the narcissist. You then become the target of conflict again. And then that narcissist, because they're so egocentric, because they're so narrow-minded and emotionally unintelligent, as you said, they put their blinkers on, and all of a sudden, you're all they can see. Well, if if it comes, you just got to sort those things out. As like, don't give them like stupid stuff. Like I just said, like the the, the business, right? You when it comes to the dentist, just say, oh, it's some someone on uh, Jamera Village. I've been to like three of them. Yeah, they're all saying the same thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. I just, just don't say anything. They don't like silence. Exactly. No, you're absolutely and right. And if yeah. they keep asking, I says, well, it's, does it fucking matter? Yeah, is it any of your business? Yeah, but it's a really fine line to sort of... Tell. The other thing that you mentioned is that you need to keep on bringing it back to the point and calling them out. I definitely agree with the bringing it back to the point, but the whole calling them back, calling them out thing is when you're trying to placate a narcissist, again, to try and avoid becoming that target of conflict, sometimes it's easier to swallow your own pride and just say, okay, okay. Don't agree with them. You mentioned about feeding their ego, right? Yeah. So you have to pay a narcissist compliments as a shield, as a protection. As soon as you start calling a narcissist out, they're like, why is this person calling me out? I need to ex- explore into this further. So but when you're in an un... At the same time, he's looking for someone he can manipulate. And at the start, if he realises you cannot be manipulated, because you've just called him out, and what the fuck are you doing? But like, that's my point. If, if, if he realises that, or if she realises that, then you're fucked. Right? Well, they, if you've got someone else to move on to now. They, no, I now, disagree. Now, then now, you become you, the person. If you're employed to. by this person, is a different story. But if they're just part of a group, you can easily distance yourself from them. Yeah, if it's easier if you're in part of a group. If again, if it's on like a social level, then yeah, you can just flat out cut a narcissist it's out not of your hard, life. Really, but what but... happens if you're dating someone for a year and then you've moved in with them, you've sharing the rent, you've just bought a house together? Turns out they're a narcissist. What happens if your boss who pays your bills at the end of every month is a narcissist? It's different ways of dealing with it. It's all very, and I agree. The best way to stop a narcissist over time is by calling them out. And well, hopefully the repetition. Maybe you're right about the keeping it quiet thing. So, when you realise, say, your girlfriend, for example, is a narcissist, yeah, and you've moved in with them, and it's like, oh fuck, this woman is fucked, man. What am I gonna do? All right, don't break up with her there and then. Find the truth. How can how do I figure out that she is really a narcissist, right? Yeah. So you get sceptical. Things change, and yeah, her attention is on you all the time. You'll figure that out, but just get some evidence, right? But, you, but at the end of the day, break the fuck up with her. No, no, but that's Make my sure. point. And but they'll probably have a million bits of ammunition on you of course, to say yeah. that you're the bad guy. But so that's what then I mean. you, but, you know, fucking hell, but I'm not the bad guy. Why am I always in trouble for doing simple things? I talk to my friends. They don't get into trouble for this. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Don't call them out. If the way don't, to exit Don't that call them out yet. But you need to break up with that bitch. Yes, but this is the point. You break up with them when you've got an exit plan. If you share a mortgage, you can't just wake up one morning and go, right, fuck you, see you later, right? You have to yeah, take sure. the steps. What do you do whilst you're making you those steps? You don't let them know that they, they, they You don't step. let them know. And the best way to do that, you have to fuel their ego to keep the target of conflict off of yourself. Oh, you're right, baby girl. I'm just going to, yeah, I'll clean the dishes tonight. It you're sounds right, stupid, but you have to, man. You have to, that, or that you works. become the target. That but works. that, but and again, <laughs> we're now down. We're going down some very Fuck scary yeah. routes here. I think we need to take it away from the relationship because this is like borderline. Yeah, so, we're going to start well, talking about domestic abuse and stuff like that in a minute. You, you, you like. You just brought it up. You let's can't. Talk about it, no, it. let's not fucking talk about it. But you can't placate them to the point where you're allowing them to get away with stuff that's potentially damaging. 
But there are circumstances where you can't... Right, let's bring it back to me, right? I was employed by a narcissistic Yeah, boss. give me your examples. Can we... Yeah, we can't talk about relationships because unfortunate enough, and I think you are as well, we're not in relationship with narcissistic people. Oh, and I don't think not. I definitely have been not. either. So let's bring it back to what we know we're talking about. I have been dealing with a narcissistic boss for at least the past six months, probably the past year, depending on how you want to describe my last boss. But I've been in a position where I can't just tell my boss, fuck you and leave, right? I have to have another job lined up and that takes time. You need a visa, you need all this stuff. Exactly, right? So I've been in a position where I have to placate a narcissist, right? I can't just... You have to cooperate. I have to cooperate. And the best way to do that, again, I bring it back to this target of conflict thing, is just get the target off of your back. Make all the amends you can to get the hell out of the relationship, mind being employment, but just keep the employer off of your back. And the best way to do that is to feed their ego a little bit. Because if you are feeding their ego, okay, you're enabling them, but you're still making your own exit in the background. And I imagine it's the same if you're in a relationship. So when that relationship then comes to an end and it's easier with employment because employment ends new employment begins that's a clear break it's probably a bit of blurred lines when you're in a relationship but then you can confront them because then whilst you're still employed with them they have power over you they can not pay you they can you know mess up your visa they can write you a bad reference. All of these things are sort of floating yeah, in true, the air, right? True. So you have to placate a narcissist at certain points to ensure that you get an easy, an easy exit. So I've had to do that by feeding egos. And I'm not saying you should be saying to them, you're the greatest, I agree with every decision you're making, you're the best, blah, blah, blah. But it's just not questioning it because the, que- the second you question it, that's when you're putting the target. You're the boss. Exactly. Okay, yeah, if that's what you think, then no, that's fine. Oh, right, okay, yeah, I understand your point of view. It's not my... Yeah, it's it's not within my power to just say that. What do you think? Exactly. You just completely shift it, put it back on them. But what's your opinion? And that's right, because when you become the target... But when they ask for opinions, how do you deal with that? How I had to deal with it personally is simply shifting the blame. So what I would do is... You blame your pals? No, 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 not shifting the blame, sorry, shifting the uh, responsibility. So let's say, for example, I got asked a real estate question, knowing full well that whatever answer I give, if I'm even a centip... So the, the example for me is, what price should we rent this unit at? Right? That was the biggest comeback I ever had. When I first started in this job, I would give a price. It would then be sat on the market for two or three weeks. And then I'm the target of conflict because I got that wrong. But you told me this, Prash, you did this, you did that, you did that. Why is it not renting? This is all on you, this is all on you. So what I had to learn to do was come at him with the evidence, the facts, the property monitor reports, you know, the area reports, what the current market is going for, present that to him and then say, this is the data that I've collected and this is my opinion. However, like, you, you run this business, you clearly know what you're doing. What do you think? And because the narcissist is so egotistical, they jump at that opportunity and then they spill out what they say and then you've tricked them into making the decision. So once the decision has been made, you can then, if it then goes tits up, if the price is then too high, you can then turn around and go, okay, I understand the price was too high and that you took my advice on this. I just want to confirm, this is what I told you. This was the data that I showed you. It was your advice and your final decision 
that's why we proceeded at this point. So that's your sort of find the truth, right? That's what you say, but you're yeah. not confronting them. You're not, you're not, you're not putting your opinion out there. You're not yeah, putting your neck on the line. it's nothing but facts. Yeah, but I hate, I really struggled with that because as a real estate broker to come in and to then effectively hand over that power, I'd been doing it for a year and a half, right? And then all of a sudden, I have to pretend I'm not an expert. I have to just present and then accept what that person says. And that was really difficult for me. And I really struggled with that before I knew I was exiting. Yeah. And that's why I had so many blowouts and that's why I had such a difficult relationship with this guy. As soon as I started doing that and I said, you know what? I'm going to swallow my own ego. I'm going to swallow my own pride. I'm going to let him make the decisions. I'm going to pretend I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to present the facts like I know how, but I'm going to, I'm going to become a non-decision maker and I'm going to put that in the other person's court. My, I'll be honest, it had a toll on my mental health because I then started questioning, do I even know what I'm doing? Yeah. But my relationship in that workplace became so much easier. So much easier. So it's a real double-edged sword. And I can only imagine how difficult that must be if you're actually in a Huge. romantic relationship. Or even a, a larger corporation. For example, if, if you've got a department, you know, you could be working for, say, PwC, you know, Fortune 500 company. Yeah. And your boss is a narcissist. He might get results, but if he gets results based off a team who he can blame and then fire and all this and the if, if no one has the balls to stand up because his boss doesn't actually know what's going on then it's just a case of formal complaints formal complaints formal yeah. complaints yeah. you've received another one you've received another one that shit takes time that could take six months to a year I've heard about it before in yeah, other yeah, big yeah. companies where um, they do have these sort of people and it takes so much time to get rid of them because they might have been with that company for, say, 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's got to Who the point to come in and where they're it. in a position of more power, more power, more power, where people have realized that actually, this guy's a cunt. And <laughs> he's, like, uh, he's, he's manipulating people, he's doing this. And everything never seems to be his fault. And I'm the boss, and he's under me, and... He's been playing me this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Do you know what I mean? That takes time because he or she can present themselves in different manners in front of other people. So I think, so this is a lesson that I've definitely learned over the past year is that working for smaller companies and owner proprietor companies as well, that's where the narcissism is fueled because all of the responsibility is on one person and that fuels the narcissistic tendency. So I would, again, can't advise it for personal relationships, but certainly with employment relationships, I would say don't avoid smaller companies, but if you're joining a smaller company, make sure that the procedures and the, not, there doesn't necessarily have to be an HR department, but you need to make sure that the HR department is there in the sense that the procedures are followed because bigger companies it tends to happen less. Narcissists tend to get away with it less because you can't treat a person that way. You can't act in a certain way because there are so many levels that it has to trickle through. There are so many sort of uh, people that are responsible for a whole thing. So I, if I was to give one bit of advice out of this, if you're looking for a job, it would be to just try and check that the procedures are in place. 
not necessarily to protect you, but that if there is a narcissist or if you suspect there's a narcissist, there's a policy in place that means they can't bully you. That you can go through these policies and you can sort of protect. You can protect yeah, yourself, yeah. Yeah. And I would say that it happens less in a bigger company. Don't let that put you off a smaller company because the opportunity can be there, the growth can be there. It can be a massively beneficial thing, but it has to be done properly. And even certainly UK laws, employment laws, less so UAE laws, but still to a degree, are there to protect an employee. The employee, same as a tenant in Dubai, has more rights than an employer. The courts will always favour, in Dubai, the little person, whether that's the tenant or whether that's the employee. So they're there to protect you, but do not enter into an employment where there's nothing in place. Because then how do you react to it? Then you've got no choice but to feed a narcissist ego whilst you're looking for an exit. Yeah, true. and again, I'm just talking about my experience. That's just what I would recommend. No, it's, it's an important point because if if you don't see the policies are in place or any form of process, and things just seem to be the the CEO kicking about the small company, telling people that you know you're a dick, you're not doing your job right, then you better get out of there, right? Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. And there are ways of doing it as well. You can look at the boss's experience. Where has the boss come? If this is, I don't want to stereotype, right? But if you're working for someone that has never worked for a big corporation before, has started up their own business, has got investment through it, but has never been in a big corporation that has these rules and regulations in place, how can you expect them to know the right way and the wrong way to treat people? Whereas, let's bring it back to the company you work for now, these are guys that have worked for big corporations their entire life. They started out as agents, they worked their way up, they then started their own agency. They know the right and the wrong way to do things. And that's why working at your company was fucking amazing, man. Like, whatever faults there are with being a real estate broker, you cannot really say a bad thing about the managing directors no, at that company. No, they've been very helpful. Because of their past experience. You would have the way they were raised, the way that they've worked everything they know the procedures to put in place so that would be a red flag for me and own a proprietor business with somebody that's not been through a corporate background i know i, I yeah we sort of waffled there we've lost no the it's a well bit. said mate we're talking about narcissists and you've given some advice and trying to smell them out and when you're in a an interview process even at the start you can kind of, you can sniff it a little bit, right? Because obviously you won't know all these processes at the start. Yeah. But the kind of questions that you're being asked and the attitude and what they're feeding off, yep. whoever's in charge will be, you know, someone who, like, what are they like? Would you work for this person? Then, well, I guess the, the question is, what questions do you ask a narcissist? To find out that they are a narcissist. That's a brilliant fucking... What are those... What, what is the question? Are you a narcissist? What the fuck? <laughs> you're, you're fired. You know what I mean? Like, what, what is the question? So I think, again, we're not qualified to answer this. If I was in an interview with somebody now, I would be like, so how has your company grown to this point? The way you would then spot a narcissist is a narcissist will turn around and make it about them. Okay. Right. Whereas good interviews that I've been to is 
because we've got this amazing team in place, because of the cooperation, because so, of all this, because of all that. If they turn around and go, well, yeah, it's my hard work, I start... This is what oh, happened yeah. so in my interview that, my last That's a job. good point then. If you ask them questions unrelated to them... Yes, exactly. Ask it like two or three, and if they bring it back to themselves... Then it's probably then a narcissist. you need to think about what they're saying, and yeah. it could... It sounds like it could be a bit, oh, right, okay, this guy's a bit funny. Yeah. Why is he funny? Um... But of course, that would be with smaller things, smaller uh, employment opportunities. Because on the huge companies, you won't be sitting with fucking you know Elon Musk when you're getting interviewed, will you? No, exactly. Uh, unless exactly. it was for that, or you know uh, other large. Yeah, saying that, you know the interview yeah, I mentioned ones. last week about the signature. Yeah. Right. So the questions I was asked was like, "How did you deal with COVID?" What plans do you have to roll out to reach the growth that you're planning? All this sort of stuff. And every answer was, I am implementing this. I am doing this. I did this back in COVID to make sure that we get here. I'm like, you've got 50 brokers. And he didn't give any credit to any of those 50 brokers. He was like, I'm now telling all of my brokers that they have to have social media accounts and that I will not tolerate them in this company unless they have a social media account. And this was a proper company that had an there HR department. There was no department. wheeze. There's it was no all, it was all I and me. Classic and... narcissist. Okay, exactly. okay. Yeah. Classic That's narcissist. That's good things to pick up on, man. Yeah. Good. Uh, not team players. Not team players. Yeah, exactly, man. Just a narcissist has, as you said, the big ego. They're going to bring everything back to themselves. That would be my key pickup. Okay. And I imagine if you go on a date, if all they're doing is talking about themselves... Probably a narcissist, right? Mm. Yeah, they show no interest in you, but... Yeah. yeah. I like Food this. for thought, anyway. I like yeah. this, yeah. It's something to think about. Um, there's people out there, man, will get some statistics. <laughs> but I didn't do that much research. No, and again, we're not qualified on any of this. So but, yeah. we may be given the worst advice in the world. We've I don't just think we are. I, I don't think, think we are either. I think we've had a... Yeah, That's a, good, a very narcissistic thing of you to say, Daniel. Uh, we don't think we are. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's all your fault. This is your topic. So. You told me to do this topic. No, I think... I, I personally think that hopefully... This has been somewhat useful to everyone else. Um, oh, mate, if we just stop one person from working with a narcissist, I will fucking die happy, I tell yeah. you. Yeah. I will die happy. And if, if you want to give us a story about your experience of narcissism, then fucking send it through to our email. Yep. It's there on the Spotify, I'm sure. Um, yep. Whatever Spotify else. has actually just introduced a new thing where you can directly like, write a comment on Spotify now as well. So we would actually love to hear your guys' experience of narcissism if you've ever had it. But also, if you've never experienced a narcissist, let us know. I'd be really curious of that. Like, actually, that's a question I want to ask you, Dan. Have, do you think you've ever experienced a narcissist? I've, I've experienced egotistical bastards, but... I don't know if I've personally, I'm, I probably haven't personally encountered one, but no, I, I don't have any examples. No, fair But enough. from other people. Yeah, fair enough. Just to end on a bit of a funny note then, the guy that I've been referring to in my last employment, this quote that I'm going to say, I've told you this before, yeah. is just evidence of how narcissistic he was. Okay. Um, he was complaining about uh, another employee answering back to him too often put in the target of conflict on himself and his quote was I don't want to compare myself to God but when God asked the angels to kneel 
they knelt first and asked questions second. I want you guys to follow my orders first and ask questions second. That, to me, that was like the breaking... That was probably <laughs> miles past the breaking point, but that was the breaking point. That is God's honest truth. Maybe I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that's pretty much word for word what you fucking said. Um, that is as narcissistic as you can fucking get. <laughs> Surely. I love that. Surely. But I you didn't even that. think twice about saying it. I don't want to compare myself to God, but I'm going to compare myself yeah, to God. Yeah, that was nuts, mate. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's ridiculous. Insane. So, yeah, hopefully this has been helpful for you. You live and learn. You live and learn, exactly. Yeah, so hopefully you are learning from our experiences. Next week is going to be our 20th episode. Maybe we get a bottle of champers or something to celebrate. Fucking hell. We'll do something big. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. We're also about to break a thousand listeners, which is yeah, huge we- because it's just two of us sat in my shitty apartment talking nonsense and a thousand people have listened to it or we've been listened to a thousand times. I don't you, know what you got to thank him for that. Keep us going and uh, send us in your queries. We want to hear something, even if it's unrelated, just send us something. Send us something. Let us know there's some engagement. We feed off it. Yeah. Um, We're narcissists. We need it. Give our ears some attention, please. Um, Um, So, yeah, thank you very much uh, for listening. As always, you can email us, brokebrokers2 at gmail.com. Catch us on Instagram, 2brokebrokers. Spotify now does comments. Please, also, I'd like to ask, if you are listening, if you have been listening, Leave us a review on whatever podcast you're listening to. It goes a, whole, it goes a, a really long way. It gets us circulated more. Uh, it, uh, recommend us to your friends. And that's it, guys. Not sure what we'll be discussing next week, but we'll think of something We'll figure something good. out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Catch you later. Adios, amigos. Bye, Trips.